Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. And welcome to Daily News. It's me, Chris Pajak. This is Ross Chanley. We're here to bring you six things today. We're going to talk Kula Bali, we're going to talk Dembele, we're going to talk Philip Max, Ojo, Wilson, and then we're going to take comments. Yeah? Like in the loving I think, the six, I yeah. think that's what we should do every week. Yeah. We should always just do six topics until, you know, next season when we'll be doing seven topics. Yeah. Um, so we're going to start with Kula Bali first and foremost. Uh, tenuous links to Kula Bali. It's going to be around about 100 million quid. There or thereabouts. Ridiculous amounts of money on a centre-back. Um, especially, in my opinion, when Matip's done so well at the end of the season, when we got Dejan Lovren, when we got Joe Gomez. Uh, the link has been made by Il Matino, who is suggesting, Ross, that Liverpool are thinking about making an official bid for Kula Bali. Liverpool are thinking about making an official bid for Kula Bali. Thinking. News. Everyone thinks. Uh, everyone <laughs> thinks. And how did they find out that Liverpool are thinking unless these thoughts were written down? I have no idea. It's like they're making it up, Chris. It is almost <laughs> like they're making it up. Like newspaper sales and clicks are down yeah. because there's no football season. And what we're looking for, Ross, is a way to link Liverpool with every player in Europe's top five leagues who is good. It's fine. I mean, with the likes of Charlie Adams. <laughs> like, to be fair. Like, that's fine. Um, do you like him? Yeah, of course, like him. I think he's a brilliant defender, but I don't think Liverpool would be in for him. I think this is, like you might say this in the article, he's kind of swayed that, you know, Dejan Lovren's been with a move to Napoli as well, they might, might go and have him. There's still Lovren divides opinions, I think, on, on whether we should keep him or, or sell him. I think he's a great third, fourth choice, to be fair. Mm-hmm. I think if you, if you do this now, I think it's very much like a, hypothetically, this was to happen, it's very much like a Van Dijk. There's a, there's a centre-half, he's world-class, who's available. We know that price because the few and far between. Go and get one if you need one. We did it with Van Dyke. The licks possibly going somewhere else. You look around and you kind of you're looking for the next two three seasons. If you, if, you know where you're going to be at. You know Lovren's 30 31 going down the road. But then you think you know Joe Gomez is great. He's young. You know he was at a very high level before he got injured. His injuries are, are a concern for some fans. Matip's injuries are a concern for some fans. But he's kind of put them behind him. I I don't think there's there's any need for Liverpool to go and do that. I think there's other places for me. I'd rather rather go and plug in, in that. In the front three, I'll, really. be, I'll be honest I'd rather keep Dejan Lovren than sign him for 107 million yeah. and he, listen I think he's a better player than Dejan Lovren but I don't think there's what 75, 77, 80 million pound difference between the two players if I'm perfectly frank with everybody I just don't see that Liverpool will at all try and do this but leave me your thoughts in the comments section as well we'll move on to the next story now but before we do I just wanted to say that we're going to be producing a Red Men news channel um, that will be producing news throughout the entire season on an almost daily basis as well uh, the link we'll put that in the description for the video we'll make a comment as well uh, if you want to go over there and subscribe to that channel now is a great time to do that we want to try and get to at least a thousand subscribers uh, before the channel launches uh, the launch date will be the 8th of July I will be banging this Red Men News drum 
until the 8th of July. Um, but our next story is one that does actually excite me, although I'm not sure that I should get excited about it. Uh, it is that Liverpool are being tenuously linked once again, because we're always tenuously linked with players. This time it's Dembele from Barcelona, Ross Chanley. Thoughts on this one, bud? Um, it's a position that I would say I want to strengthen, and I think there's difficulty in how you go about that, trying to convince someone that they're possibly going to be second fiddle to Salah or Mane. Um, but then again, you know, Dembele is a quality player. I have concerns in the fact that it's not really taken off for him at Barcelona. Whether that's an age thing, uh, an immaturity thing, or you know, you know, he's a youngster, he's gone to a, a new country, new team. It's it's hard settling whatever whatever job you're in. Um, I think there was concerns over his attitude when he's towards the end of his, his Dortmund stint and stuff. But you know, he's, he's a quality player. I think that's what Liverpool need. I, I think that's where we're at now in our transition of like looking at the bench, or maybe not even at the bench. Just having someone who can go on and go, actually, can we, can we rest? We're playing three games a week. Can we give Salah a bit of a rest so we get more out of him in the next game? Who are we going to bring on? It's not it's not Shaqiri, no, that's no disrespect to him. But there's another level that we can go to, and I think Dembele is one of those people. Um, even, I said, this this loads towards the end of the season. If, you know, Marnie's played 70 minutes, he's goosed, goosed the right back, and he's going, oh, he's going off, and you bring in Dembele, and you go, fucking hell, Christ. That's, I think that's a kind of calibre of player that I think we should be going for. It's interesting for me, really, because Dembele is one of the players that I think when we were last looking at signing him, we actually ended up signing Sadio Mane instead, yeah. and we obviously know how well that deal's worked out for Liverpool. But for a third of the price. A, a third of the price as well, but he's a fast player, and something you've kind of touched on there, and something I've been thinking about for a long time now, is that we need to get out of our heads that Liverpool have backup players and first-team players. Yeah. I think if you're acting like a big club and we're the biggest club in Europe, nay, the world, um, European champions for the sixth time, would you believe? Um, then I think you've got to start remembering that you know we're not we're not a side who has backup players. We're a side who should have 15, 16, 17, 18 first-team players who were only able to field 11 at a time at the start of games. That's the, that's the mindset that I think Liverpool should be getting into. Three for four. Five for four, five for three, whatever it is, get more players in than you need of the same calibre as the players on the pitch. Fight in five competitions and go out there and prove that you're not only a big side, but you're the best side. And I think that's what Liverpool are striving for. I think you can potentially get more out of Mane and Teller. I don't think that their mentality is like they're not being pushed by anyone, but I think if you've got someone that will push them, I think you know they, they go to another level. They go, actually, I want to start every game. But this lad's on, on my case. They haven't got anyone like that at the minute because they look at Shakir and go, well, he's not starting because he doesn't do the stuff that I do. I think if you've got someone there, you know, it's, it's only a bonus for us, isn't it? And listen, you know, Dembele apparently is meeting with the Barcelona hierarchy today to discuss his future at the football club. I think they've got links to Neymar. We don't know what's going on with Coutinho. Griezmann. Griezmann as well. So Dembele might be just going to, the, to speak to them to say, listen, what's going on? Like you know what I mean? I can't I can't concentrate because I'm trying to think about next season. We don't know whether he's going to say I want to leave or he's going to find out is anyone coming in in my position? Do I need to start thinking about leaving? These are all things that we don't know at the moment. Uh, another player that we've been linked with is Philip Max. If anybody's watched Philip Max, he plays for Augsburg. He's a left back. He's a great crosser of the ball, as we know. I think he got about five assists last season. Uh, ridiculous amounts of crosses into the mm. box and stuff. It looks like a player who would suit our style of play. 25 years old as Philip Max. And one who had, as, as the headline will show you right now from Bundesliga.com, he had as many assists as Bayern Munich's Thomas Muller, which is really interesting, yeah. isn't it? Um, for me, Ross, I don't know where you stand on this one, but I don't see that a 25-year-old who's ready to take the step up to go to a big club. No disrespect to Augsburg, but, you know, yeah, disrespect as well at the same time. Um would come to Liverpool to sit on the bench behind the best left-back in world football? 
Yeah, that's another difficult position. It's the same as the front three. You want someone to push Robbo, but I think because we've got, you know, likes of Chain with back, Navigate is going to come in and be more settled. Fabinho's taking a role. Henson's found his 13 14 form and role. You know, I think left back's a position where, you know, you can just shove James Milner in there and you know he'll do a solid job. He will never let you down. You know, he's Mr. Reliable. I think that's kind of that covered. And I think if you get a left back in, I think you kind of shorten the games that he plays. But I think he's really useful, like, obviously in the dressing room and on, on the pitch to have the mentality that he's got. You know, he's, he's obviously a winner and stuff. I think, like you said, try and get someone in going, listen, you can beat with Andy Robbo here. Have you, you can push him, but you're not going to get as many games as you're getting now. He's, he's kind of a hard sell. Um, I'm thinking he's like 25 years old. Okay, you'll get a couple of years out of him, but is, is that is that too far gone for the FSG model of buying younger? I don't know. I'm not sure. Like I, I, Again, I kind of think that, you know, he's a good player, a player that had we not got our left-back position sorted, I'd want Liverpool to be interested in. And maybe this is me going to like Little England syndrome. I've just given it, give it beans about how Liverpool need to start making sure that they're yeah. signing first-teamers. And now I'm saying, well, he's not, gonna will, he's not willing to sit as a left-back. We've got five competitions that we're in this season. Maybe he should be. Maybe yeah. he will get games. Or Andy Robertson, he, he's a fucking machine isn't he you know he doesn't tend to miss games of football no. so that's one of the positions where you go if he's fit he's playing but if he's not fit yeah. we need some of a calibre who's good enough and Philip Max would be good enough to, to understudy him he's similar to the front three and he played a lot of football last season and I said before with them like if you think you can give Robbo a rest somewhere and get more of him in a Champions League game or a big game that's coming up at the weekend and you can kind of not against the lesser teams but you can afford to go actually I can just pop in there and there's no worries at all I think you get that with James Milner already so I don't see why he will come Okay, leave us your thoughts on Philip Max in the comments section. We'll get to them very, very shortly. We've got Shea Ojo first and foremost uh, to talk about. Uh, Liverpool Football Club have confirmed that Shea Ojo has agreed a season-long loan move to Rangers, subject to international clearance. Ross Shanley. It's mad, this, because Why? he's only 21. It feels like he's been around for a <laughs> fucking 10 years. No, no. um, I can't wait for him to get break into the team. I make the same, the same mistake with, I think it's him, Ryan Kent, and probably Ben Woodburn in the, in the same bracket of going, like, you know, you go to the Trammer pre season, come back and, you know, come back fitting, you think you're fresh and stuff. You think, oh, this might be the talent to do it. At 21 years old, he's, he's, he's probably gone alone for like another two, three years at uh, that case. I, I find it difficult to find out where he's going to break into that team you know he's, he's behind Manny and and Mo you know he's not going to get any game time no. go, go and get some experience in not the best league but under a decent manager who knows Liverpool Football Club inside now he's going to probably get the best out of him um, you know I think Kent might be going back there as well there's familiarities with him as well and it's not too far away from, from Liverpool so he's not that far away from you know family or anything like that it's not like a, a new new culture new city or maybe it is with deep fried Mars bars and stuff really. get, used, <laughs> get used to that and you get the first team experience which is what I think really get. it's either that or a championship side isn't it so I think Liverpool are very good at, at tailoring loans I think Ben Woodburn's the only one that hasn't really worked out or going you know we want him to play this much games we want him to play in this position if he doesn't then it doesn't work out I think it's the same happened with Marco Gruwich they did that and they're getting the best out of them when they come back they kind of mould it to the way that they want I think, I think that will happen with, with Shea Ojo. OK, well, let's move on to uh, Harry Wilson quickly before we get into the comments then. Uh, Harry Wilson, um, we've looked like Jürgen Klopp's made his mind up on what he's going to do with Harry Wilson. And I say made his mind up, he's not made his mind up, is how he's made his mind up. Um, is this thinking? is Jürgen Klopp's thinking, yeah. so we know this for a fact, basically, uh, that <laughs> Jürgen Klopp is going to take a 
look at Harry Wilson uh, in pre-season uh, and then he's going to decide whether he's going to sell him, loan him or keep him. Um, so there you go. More news on that later on in the season. We've got some comments then. First and foremost, I'll start with Matty Jackson. Blue Super Chat, thank you very much. Is it wasted chance to sign big names after Champions League win? Don't know. You could only say it's a wasted chance after the window's shut, I suppose. Yeah. You know, if Liverpool don't sign a big name, then yeah, maybe it was a wasted chance, but that depends on the performance next season. It's funny, isn't it? It's interesting that sometimes you, 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 we make opinions on things, but you can't really find out until after, like, a couple of years ago. I was fuming that Liverpool lost for Coutinho. Yeah, We've been to two Champions yeah. League finals and won one of them since. You know what I mean? And that shows how wrong you can be at yeah. times, doesn't it? So, Tom, have you got a good one to get us started, mate? Maybe on Koulibaly? I, I do, yeah. Um, oh, it's Matty Jackson again. Um, realistically, do we need another centre-half for 100-plus million when Gomez is going to be back and Matip is a backup? As the same as I said before, I think the only concern with those two is their injury record and the consistency in that Matip's got loads better and his form has been incredible. The, his weaknesses, which were like his... Aerial um, strengths, being on the front foot, interceptions, he's just he's amazing at now. He's probably at his best form in his Liverpool career. I think the, the end of the season was probably the worst thing that could have happened for him because he was, he, was, he was flying. I, th I thought he was gone. I was quite happy with that. And now I was like, I would never sell him. So, like, it's amazing that he, he was free. Joe Gomez is another one. The last injury wasn't his fault, but he's had problems before. I think it's interesting how they develop and can you risk that when you're going for a, another title challenge in all the other fronts that you've mentioned. It's but it, it just seems a lot of money when... Like I said before, the backup, I'd rather go and spend £100 million on, on Dembele or someone of that calibre for the front three rather than go look at the best defensive record in the league. Why go and, why go and ruin it? I don't know. The only thing is, you know, if you really truly believe that he can get, make you better, I mean, I'd be looking at personally if it was a choice between spending £100 million on a centre back and it's Koulibaly or the Lit. I know where I'd be going. I'd be going the Lit, you know, because you get the longevity out of him being a younger player and stuff. And sell on as well. And sell on value if you need to as well. So um, just, uh, just one on Dembele then. It's just Liverpool. Um, probably not the club. Definitely not the club. Uh, Dembele attitude, though, another sack. I mean, if it is the club, I worry for them. <laughs> <laughs> They're asking us about Dembele's attitude. We did kind of touch on this one, didn't we? Um, his attitude is a little bit of a concern, especially when you're spending so much money. But the, the raw attributes that he's got, and Jurgen Klopp being the manager of this football club, would allay any fears if Liverpool were to sign uh, Dembele. Go on, Tom. Uh, Jasper often talking about Dembele says you'd be able to play the 4-2-3-1 with Salah at striker and him on the right. It's interesting. Ooh, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. We just look so good in that 4-2-3. I, I get enamoured with these formations as we as we bring them out. You know, when 4-2-3-1 came out, I've, I've always, always been a massive fan of it anyway. I love the Liverpool that played the 4-2-3-1. But Liverpool, when they played 4-3-3 towards the second half of the season, were untouchable. You know, it was night and day between the first half and the second half of the season. You know, we were so, so good for so long. And we managed to find a way where we could beat those low-box sides in that 4-3-3. But you need strings to your bow, don't you? Yeah, I think I always say we kind of have a fluid formation, don't we? It's almost 4-2-3-1 when we're in defensive mode at times. Particularly against, like, say, the top four, top five, those attacking teams, you know, you need like a genie and Fabinho to kind of block out those attacks and cut out, you know, the, the passes and stuff. But I think he just gives provides you options and it, it keeps your opposition guessing as well because you know you can put Salah up top in the middle, you, can, you could put Marnie in the middle, put mm -hmm. Bobby in the tank, put Bobby up front. You, you can do whatever you want. And if you're an opposition manager, how would you plan for that? 
you can't because he's near enough impossible. And we, we have other options. You've got Big Divic to come on as well. You know, he can just, he just does what he wants. It's um, so made big games. That's all well, he does. Okay, well, we'll whistle through a few comments before we end the show. Um, let's have a look. Back up for Robbo and Allison. That'd be plenty for me, said Dan the man. Uh, Bensky says, I would rather Pepe than Dembele or Pep than Dembele, as does Unique Styley. Uh, more game time for Rigi says, BYWY Jimmer whatever that means. Uh, why not go for Werner instead of Dembele? He's just as good, if not better, and, is he, and he's available for half the price of gaming. So there you go. If you want more in-depth transfer talk, then on a Monday and a Friday, we're doing a 45 minute to an hour long show on the website. It's still £5 a month. You still get your first month free. On a Wednesday, we've just recorded this, the summer football show, where we take our Liverpool tinted glasses off-ish and look at all the clubs around Europe, the big names, the UVs we've discussed today, Real Madrid, Barcelona, um, really taking a broad footballing view today. And it was an absolutely belter show hosted over there on the RedmenTV.com. Don't forget to subscribe to Redmen News. Thank you, Ross, for joining in. Tom, the man behind the camera, thank you very much and for your input. And most importantly, thank you to every single one of you who supported us this season, will support us throughout the next season and beyond, and subscribe to both Redmen and Redmen News. See you later. ta -ra.